local musical background, they would go go call the Jones World back in the day, did a uh, song when I went to all those type of songs. Uh, okay. It's in me, man. Love this shit, man. You know, oh, yeah. For sure, man. I heard some of your beats, man. Um, uh, Rico has sent me some songs, man. Your beats fire. I'm about to cop one from you, dog. <laughs> no, straight up, man. I appreciate it, man. <laughs> yeah, man. But uh, you say y'all moved to Atlanta. Like, how was it moving down there, man? Like, how was it? How was it? Was it for you? You said you was in high school in Atlanta, right? Yeah, I went there up to uh, high school, ninth, pretty much half a ninth grade through the rest of 12. Yeah, it was really a culture shock for me, man. Because, uh, I, I, you know, growing up in the hood, man, like all we see is black people and all that type of shit. And all we know is kind of boxed in, you know what I'm saying? So once I went there, I started seeing Asians and Mexicans and all this shit. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and people were going friendly, though, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? So you ain't have to watch out, you know, watch your back. Or like certain shit we growing up in the hood, we used to. Like you didn't yeah. have to, I could kind of breathe down there. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it was cool, man. You know what I'm saying? Like. That's how it was with me, dog. I, I'm from the East Side. So like, I went to a suburban school in eighth, and ninth, eighth grade, ninth grade, and 10th grade. And shit, my first day, I'm like, dog, this is crazy. I ain't seen me white people, you know what I'm saying, in my life. <laughs> yeah, right. right. <laughs> you say you from the East Side, where? Uh, I'm from, um, man, my mom and dad stay in so many different places, but for the most part, like, Warren and Cadillac area, Warren and Cooper. Oh, straight up, straight up, okay. Yeah, so I've been aware of the red zone, my grandma on Ingleside, man, oh, and, uh, right. Connors. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been, like, any any hood on the east side, basically, I stayed in that area, though. Like, this is my first time really being on the west side because my fiancé from this way. Right, right. So I still okay. be, I still be putting my GPS in, dog, just to find little hoods on the west side, man. Yeah, I do that on the east side. <laughs> Hell yeah, like dog, what the fuck? And then only thing like, all right, west side, east side, man. Like, what, what, what's your feel on the west side, east side? Like, as far as like just how we dress, the girls, because I always say y'all got the best girls, dog. Y'all got the flyest chicks on the west side. Yeah, but they be the west side girls a little more uh, high class, high maintenance oh, than the uh, sure. east side. For sure, for sure. Every, every nigga know that, dog. Hell yeah, because hey, for the real. east side chicks would just be a rat. You could tell they a rat. West side chick would be an undercover rat, like. <laughs> oh yeah, on some low key shit though. <laughs> so, hey yeah, dog. Yeah. So like, as far as like we we talking about music right now and stuff like that, man. And um, before we get into you know what y'all doing right now, a lot of times when we growing up, we listen to stuff that our parents playing. We don't grow up listening to rap because my mom and dad didn't listen to rap for real. Like the only rapper that was being played in our crib was was pop. That was it. But everything else as far as music, my dad was playing Bob Marley, Day. <laughs> the Motown music, like, it wasn't no rap, so what was the shit that your mom and dad was playing, like, on them, them Saturday mornings when y'all cleaned up the house? Man, hey, it's crazy. As bad as the neighborhood was where I grew up and shit, my mama didn't even let me listen to rap till I was probably about 11, something like that, 12, yeah. some, some shit like that. She had me listening to, uh, what's that name, uh, Billy, 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 uh, Billy Joe. Yeah, Billy Joe, uh, goddamn. All the old school people they work with, Aretha Franklin, Teddy Pendergrass, you know, all the classics, man. Like, I grew up heavy with the old school music, man. I love that shit. Yeah, man, because shit, that's how uh, my dad was the biggest racist, dog, but we're listening to all type of music, though. <laughs> like, we be listening to the Beatles, goddamn oh, yeah. Rod Stewart, Sting, YouTube, oh, yeah. like, whatever. Frankie Beverly Mays, all that, man. For sure, man. Oh, yeah. who, who was like, who was the people that you still listen to from back then now, though? Shit, I still. It's kind of dumbed down and repetitive, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not really, ain't really no, it's, it's substance here, but you got to, you know, you got to kind of mind for it now. It's not really as prevalent as it was, you know, back in the day, man. So Hell yeah. that's really one of my goals too, man. You know, talking about music, like as a producer, really to put that substance back. 
Yeah, switch it up a little bit. Everybody using the same drums and everybody doing something. Like, yeah, Like, the Detroit sound, do you feel like the Detroit sound was like, that's our sound? Or you feel like people was like, it's just a copycat thing. Like, they hear it and they think that's the way it get on, so they want that same exact sound. I mean, it's kind of, it's our, I think it's our sound because, I mean, like, I've been around, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's really our sound. But it's like, it's so repetitive. It's like, somebody switch it up, man. You know what I'm saying? Let's do a little something different. You know what I'm saying? Hell of a kind of staple that and then people just kind of ran with it yeah, and i yeah, kind of had sure. my little sauce in there or whatever and shit too and it's like that the keys and all that like when me I, pro I probably was really i was doing that really before i heard anybody else doing it you know so i did uh i don't know if you heard of stunner our boys uh they was kind of big back a few years back they had a real nice name and shout out to jukas all them and shit uh, okay, okay. yeah but they was real pretty big uh dope boy cash out and all them and shit like back yeah. in them days it was kind of it was a little, you could deal with it then. Now it's just like everything sounds exactly the same. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's Yeah, because uh, yeah, to me, though, like, um, I remember when I first started listening to Detroit rap, it was like, you know, Blade, it was Big Hurt. Um, yeah. Hey, DZ, to me, he still got one of the best uh, CDs out the city to me, dog, with that mm -hmm. Count My Dope Money and all that junk. Right, right. Mm -hmm. So, like, do you feel like uh, when Doughboy Cash Out came, that's when kind of like people kind of like copy their style? Because I always said, like, Everybody under Dope Boy Cash Out is they kids, dog. Because like everybody starts sign like payroll, kid, all of them. Dog, look, I say I say it like this: What Dope Boy Cash Out did to Detroit is the same shit Migos did to the whole industry. Yeah, for sure. Like everybody started copying them when they, you know what I'm saying? Like when Migos came up with that, uh, Versace, Versace, but that, <laughs> that, 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 that. everybody yeah. started doing it. You know? What yeah, for like, sure. Hell yeah, it was, man. It was, it was, yeah, it was kind of like the same because a lot of these young, you know, like real young cats, they don't really know. Like, Dope Boy Cash Out was big as fuck in the city, dog. Like, yeah. for a while, nigga, they was running shit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, saying? what, like, that, uh, a dog hose? <laughs> a dog hose. Yeah, Hell yeah. Man. But I feel like, dog, like, normal Detroit shit, man, man, I love my city, but I feel like once they took off a little bit with Jeezy, you know, that that's when the hate started coming in. You know what yeah, I'm they saying? Really had, uh, yeah, they had label issues too, man. That's why a lot of yeah. times people looking outside in, they don't really see the, the intricate shit to go on. You know what I mean? I don't think they really could produce no hit, man. I think he signed to a single deal, if I'm mistaken. Yeah, he yeah. could really make a national, you know, like sound a hit or whatever. You yeah, because they got signed at the same time because I think Jeezy and them, it wasn't under Jeezy, but it was under uh, Atlanta. CTE oh. and Atlanta. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, but um, he had signed them and he signed YG at the same time, right? Yeah. Yeah, nah, but. Well, we don't know. Time, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then to me, I, I think the only person like as far as Dober Cash, I like them, but the only person I re I feel like can blow from them is uh Payroll. Cause Payroll is like Payroll, he and see you see he ain't really doing a Detroit style no more. That's why I be yeah. telling people like you gotta to go national, man. You can't really stay stuck in that box. You gotta kind of switch it up. That's Hell like ninety five yeah. percent of my beats is not Detroit. You know, so I'm, I'm I can make that shit like upon you know if somebody requested, but you know yeah. I don't really. I don't really care to make it. It's too easy. It's boring. You know what I'm saying? Like, hell yeah, hell yeah. But you, you know though, niggas want to come to you. That's what they want. That they, that Detroit. Oh shit, yeah, bro. gotta give them what they want, man. You know hell what I'm yeah. Saying? So, so you say you moved back up here when um at the high school, right? Yep, at the high school. I went to uh, Rhode Island College in Rhode Island called Johnson and Wales University. I was about to ask you, did you go to college too? Yeah. Yep, I went there for one year, man. And shit, I only lasted a year, nigga. That party life and oh man, the the whole oh man, <laughs> I had to go. I had to come back, man. Man, that's hey man, then came back to Detroit, dog. Like when you came back the... to Detroit, dog, because I had, had um my mom passed away too, dog. In twenty, hey, dog, like you say, when you in the South, dog, it's like a whole different type of love. You feel me? Yeah. Like, dog, like we always 
people looking at you like you think they grim you, they got a problem or something. Yeah, but, right. Down like, like, like people down there, they speak. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, how you doing? You know, they don't wait. Detroit niggas speak to you like, nigga, I don't know you niggas. Yeah, for real. Like, yeah. Like, they can add to because you say, what up, and John? Duh. Right, right, right. Yeah, so Texas was a whole new thing. So like when I moved back here, I mean, people was like looking at me like, dog, why, why the hell you coming back here? Like, what's, what's here? Like, stay where you at. Was they on the same shit with you? And, you know what I'm saying? Moving back from Atlanta to Detroit. Right. Was they was, well, people, was people looking at you like you was crazy for moving back to Detroit? Yeah. I mean, because people out, out of, outside of Detroit look at it. As soon as you cross the sign to say, welcome to Detroit, you're going to get shot. That's how they look at Detroit. I'm like, dog, it ain't like that. You know what I'm saying? Even though Detroit, you got to know how to move, you know what I'm saying? But this our home, you know what I'm saying? So we, you know what I mean? We already hip and shit. But yeah, they looked at me like I was crazy, but it's home, nigga. I don't even, you know what I'm saying? I don't care what <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So. Hell yeah. Shout out to my nigga Wiz. He on the live. He, he produced it too. He made music. He rap. He do all that shit, man. Go oh, Wiz, what's the word, bro? Yeah, so uh, I know you say like you, was not, you wasn't listening to rap music. Music you wasn't allowed once you was finally like allowed to listen and rap and you know had that your rotation. Who was the niggas you was growing up listening to? The first rap song I ever heard and played was uh, and I got in trouble for that shit. Too. Was that cousin in the dog? Uh, <laughs> it was Timberland. He did some remix of Spider Man or some shit. That was like done, done up. Like that, but yeah. that was my introduction. From there on, I just kept going with it, man. Like uh, I'll say, maybe I listen to pop. I wasn't really the biggest of Pac fans like everybody else, you know what I'm saying? Oh, bro, I love Pac, man. Nah, I wasn't like obsessed. You know, he good. He, I respect him. You know, he wanted to go, but he I ain't gonna sit there and act like I, I just read his lyric books and all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, for sure, him, for sure. I say Big Jay Z. Yeah, you know, Jay Z the goat. Who was that one? Like, who was who was that? I want to say like your era rap. Like, who's like, damn, this this shit is the truth for me. Like, I would listen to bullshit rap as a kid, like MC Hammer, goddamn. Oh. Uh, uh, Chris Cross. Uh, oh, Bow Wow. Bow Wow. Yeah, Bow Wow. Like, dog, it was, um, I forgot this, another bad creation. Like, I was like listening to, like, uh, uh, fucking, Nick, I was listening to that, dog. I was listening to Vanilla Ice. Like, I wasn't into shit for real at all. So it was like, once, once I got into rap for real, man, shout out to my, my, uh, my stepbrother, Chu. He put me on Cash Money, dog, and it was like, what the fuck? Oh, I listened yeah, to Cash Money, yeah. Man, I listened to 400 Degrees, dog, and it was a rap. It was a rap. It was a rap, man. It was a rap. So then that's when I started going back. Like, I, I say from ninth grade, I had to go back and start listening to, like, Easy e Pot. Right, right, right. That's pretty much how I had to do, too, kind of catch up. Because when Cash Money was really popping, I was only 10 years old. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, yeah. I was born in 88, so. Okay, yeah, so you two years after me, I was in 86. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, when I then heard Wayne, like, cuz this little nigga about to be cold, like, he oh, cold yeah. Like, he got I the say, most, most uh, like, rememberable shit, the bling bling. And yeah. After you, Juvie, Juvie, the one who, who put him up, but Wayne held it down, you know what I'm saying? He held it down. Juvie put him on, Wayne held it down, yeah. So, and shit, Manny Fresh. Oh, yeah, Manny Fresh. That's all I'm about to say, though. Speaking of um, you being a producer and shit, and you say you look up the Scott Storch, did you see the IG battle between him and Manny? Oh, of course. Of course uh, I watched that, man. I mean, but I felt like they kind of some, some hits, but it's like Scott Storch had, he crossed over. Like, the shit he was playing with the 50 Cents and the Mariah, you know, Carrie and yeah. all that crazy shit he made. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Manny can't really, you know what I mean? He can't really compete with that, man. Like, I, I, I think niggas was kind of missing out the, like, the whole concept, though. I think they wasn't listening to the beats because it was a beat battle they more right. so listen to the songs that they're that you know what i'm saying instead of the right. actual beats and i 
made Fresh just a little different because, you know, I guess Scott Storch, they were trying to say Scott Storch on a lot of beats had help. It was a creative process. And with made Fresh, he did everything. Yeah, he did everything. Because I like to kind of make, you know, God the, 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 the right, you know, the vision of the track myself and shit. But yeah. man, he did everything. I don't think he ever had help. It ain't nothing wrong with it every now and then. I mean, you know, two great minds. Is better than one, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. but I heard that uh, after you know the whole cash money fall out, I heard that Jay Z was trying to get uh, Manny Fresh, but Birdman blocked that. Yeah, he blocked that. Hell yeah, Manny Fresh, the sound of cash money, bro. That's why I couldn't believe he really kind of Birdman moved the way he moved, man. man. Like that shit was crazy, bro. You don't fuck yeah. up your one producer that made y'all. He just didn't go right with them going at each other, man. Nah, nah. but. Uh, have you have you been um have you been catching these battles on IG Live like last night they had uh, the RZA versus um Prime. Oh, the RZA versus Prime. I ain't, ain't gonna lie, man. I, I never really was too fond of Prime. I ain't see that though. But I listened to a lot of Prime shit. It just didn't really click to me because the yeah, sampling, yeah. Like, like, you know, I mean, I sample too, but not much. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's kind of like a cheat code in my opinion, man. You yeah, know, you already got an idea and shit. But no, nah, I, I saw the uh, T Pain and Lil Jon. That was the. Yeah, they was lit, though. <laughs> they was lit, man. But that's the thing, though, right now, dog. Like, shit, we got to rely on that shit right now with this whole virus, dog. Yeah, man, you ain't lying, dog. And I know, lying. Next week, they supposed to have, uh, what, Teddy Riley against Babyface. Yeah, I definitely want to see that. I definitely want to see that. They got his they, they got his for fucking days. You, I, mean, I, don't know, I don't know who I will pick. I dog, really don't know who I will pick, bro. They, I mean, they ain't work with Michael Jackson Bobby Brown, like they got classes, dog. Like for real. Yeah, I... You uh, you you rap too. You do music yourself. You don't just produce. You rap and stuff, right? Yeah, I ain't been rapping, but yeah, I definitely rap. You know, so, so like, I sing a little bit and uh, you know all that, right? Right. So your first your first time recording, man. Your you know what I'm saying your vocals and you rapping, man. How was that? Like, cause I know a lot of times it's easy to say, oh, I'm about to start rapping and you writing on the paper, but you getting that booth and you trying to catch it with the beat and you kind of fuck up that first time recording. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, man. Like, I kind of was, you know, I got to think when the chorus came in, I just kind of, I was really self-taught production anyway, because people, you know, Detroit, man, niggas don't like to help nobody, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I had to really teach myself, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's how I got here by teaching yeah. myself and all that, you know what I'm saying? But, uh... Yeah, so with your production, like, and, and even like with your rapping style, like, who is that one person you can go to, like, who gonna keep it real? Like, say if it's if it's trash, if it's sweet, like, that not that person who's gonna say, oh yeah, that's that's straight, but it's really not straight. My cousin, him right here. Well, I say he won. <laughs> okay. Other cousin in Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's the one. Yeah, Dino. I got a I got a few people. I don't get locked into a, you know, you get stuck in your way sometimes. So I'm always open to. Switch up my style, stay sharp, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I remember when I first started recording, man, I, I was doing, it's a lot of work. People on the outside looking in, they think it's easy, but I was doing everything myself when I first started rapping and singing and all that. I was recording myself, making the beat, you know, lining the beat up, mixing the shit down, mastering it, everything. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. Keep it real with you, because like my uh, producer right now, we usually do, you know, saying studio um, um, interviews or whatever. He right now, he's streaming the shit. So like when it comes to his podcast shit, my music shit, I'll be like, hey man, let me know how it is. Cause he gonna tell me if it's trash as hell or if it's dope. Exactly. <laughs> that's, 
So y'all got the um you and uh Jay Rico, man. Jay Rico, you, you trying not to show that haircuts? Like, <laughs> 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 like y'all um, nah, y'all man, I'm, nah, man, you know this motherfucking weather, man. I gotta take care of family members, niggas. So I gotta stay well as possibly can. Oh man, man, for sure, man, for sure. But y'all with the master team, man, it's a question for both y'all. Like, how did y'all come up with the uh with the whole master team? Uh shit, actually, uh, it kind of really started probably with me because I I used to be an artist. Okay. And I got uh, I got fucked over on the situation. I ain't gonna speak on it like that because I just don't feel like talking about it. But I, I, I had to, I had to learn the difference. Make money behind the camera, make more money than the niggas in front of the camera. Always for sure. You know what I'm saying? And then I would probably say, uh, I would say somebody that's like a mentor. He was in the industry, but he gone now. Yeah. Is uh. Chris Lightly and Shakira Stewart. Okay. Shakira Stewart was the one who signed uh, uh, Jeezy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like a real big influence as well as Chris Lightly. I, I looked up to both of them because I really watched and studied how they worked from the ground up. Like when I first really got back into the industry, yeah. shout out to my uh, shout out to my god brother, Myron Watkins, because he was the one that made me his uh, assistant on the photography tip. Okay. And he the type where he won't I ain't gonna lie, that's that's my little brother. Yeah. That nigga will not plug you in. He'll just introduce you to somebody like, hey, this is a DJ. Y'all yeah. ain't <laughs> He ain't gonna say, oh, this nigga, you know what I'm saying? He just puts you on like that. So shout yeah. out to my, my, my little guy, brother, man, because he really put a nigga. I would have to say my dad, because my dad introduced me to Jimi Hendrix as a kid. Oh, shit. Hell no. And when I seen that nigga like that guitar, yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was fascinated with that man. shit. Hell yeah. And we had that old school VCR, nigga. We had the beta VCR. So, nigga, I was watching that <laughs> shit like, oh, shit. No, goddamn VCR, man. Hell no. Man, I'm, oh, look, I'm 36. I'll be 37 next weekend. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit. Well, happy birthday, dog. Yeah, I'll be 34 this Sunday. Uh, man, appreciate it, man. man. Dog, I ain't gonna lie. My pops and my mom's, like, my grandmother, she played the piano. And music kind of always been in us, like. Okay. But I would say music growing up as a kid, Hendrix, Temptations, Dramatics, Delphonics, Hell yeah, Al Green, yes sir, motherfucking uh, David Ruffin, Kendrick. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, nigga. The Staple Sisters, and then um, our uh, my auntie, which his mama, you know, what I'm saying the Jones girls, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people don't even know, you know, Phelps, he is the, uh, he, the son of Valerie Jones as well as the nephew of Shirley Jones and Brenda Jones from the Jones Girls who was discovered by Diana Ross back okay. in uh, the late 70s. Yeah. Always been that, always been that music spot, man. We, I don't think we get the, the, the credit that we deserve sometimes, but we always been at, been at, been at Detroit City, man. I mean, at Music City. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, we, we always can do it. I mean, like the thing, the reason why, like, how you need that talk really came about. Like, I had, uh, I got really into the management because my thing is, I'm more so as when an artist sign with Unique Day Twice, you sign it more so into a partnership. Okay. So what we doing is we helping you and guiding your career, and we doing certain shit, but also at the same time, artists still retain 100 percent ownership of their masters, sure. they publishing. Everything, yeah, yeah. 
if it ain't beats from Phelps, is you know what I'm saying? They can holler at my nigga Chad Roto. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh, engineers. Roto was also an engineer. Then they can holler at Tyler Taz. They can holler at my nigga Amen. So y'all got a whole uh, team then? Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't got, like, they not signed on the Unique Day Squad, but they just affiliated with us. And okay. we all work together. And then, like, right now, the roster is Dino, Cam Jones, Eyeball, yeah. um, CG, and uh, HBZ100. You got to listen well, to the well. music. The music you sent me, man, like, it's like everybody got their own unique sound. Don't nobody sound the same. You feel me? Yeah. And now, yeah, I mean, and that's the, that, that's the whole, that's the whole point. That's the yeah. whole point of Unique Day Twilight. Like, you know, like, we got one of the artists, like a younger artist, uh, my man JDXO. He kind of was from catered to the Detroit style, but then you got Four Star. He's more so, like, on a Travis Scott type level. Then A-Lo, he's kind of like, like Quavo Offset. So yeah. all three of them combined together, they become CG, but they all different on solo. They got solo projects coming soon as well. You, you be needing that, though. You need different. You don't need all Cam Jones, who can who can I run to? I would definitely love that motherfucking beat, dog. Uh, <laughs> man, that's a hey, you know what? That, that's a remake of our auntie and them song. For real? Yeah. Yeah, that's uh man. I, I would say who could yeah, who can I run to? Uh, <laughs> that's the song. Like I, I escaped did the remake. My mama and yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not a lot of people don't they don't know the group, but they know the song, or whatever. I just know the escape, like you just said, that's all I know. Right, see that's for yeah. everybody, if you look it up on Google, like the original version of Jones Girl, you can do a comparison. I really like my mama. People say I'm biased, but I like that version. Vocals you know, <laughs> a little more sure powerful. Got, hey, that's, that's your mom's shit. Hey, man, yeah. But no, nah, that song came about, man. Uh, actually, Cam Jones, engineer. We got an engineer in Atlanta. Shouts out yeah, to yeah, Believe. He kind of yeah. called me out like I couldn't do this shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, nigga, why are you doing all these samples and you ain't sampling your mama? You can't do it or something or whatever. I'm like, dog, you challenging me? Like, no, nah, I don't do it or whatever, so. He pissed me off behind the phone up, and me and Cam Jones made that song over the phone, really, like, the For sure. was making the beat, and he was kind of coming up with the melodies and all that, man. So it was a pretty dope come together, man, the way it turned yeah, out. I, I be loving, like, those old-school sample type. For real. Hey, man. Hey, I can cook something up for you like that, man. You know, it don't Hey, stop, we, hey once this shit, once this corona show, we, we definitely going to have to link up, dog, because I got a oh, uh, couple projects that I, I'm going to, um, Put out and I'm gonna send y'all actually like I got two mistakes out right now, but it's on on that bill from SoundCloud. So I send to y'all once we get off of shit. All right. But all right. What uh what y'all um like y'all got a couple of artists, like what do y'all look for? You know, you know what I'm saying when y'all searching for different artists to manage. Right now, we're not really looking for nobody because we really singer. Yeah, she had to be a, a, or a female rapper or a male singer. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But everybody yeah, else, I'm different than what y'all got. Yeah, we really just and then see, we got like we got three artists that that's not even 21 yet, so we really developing them. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. With barely no money behind, it, they <laughs> did damn near seven thousand strings in two months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Just off pushing that shit on Snapchat. Okay, yeah, hell yeah. With three videos, you know what I'm saying? So, now, do y'all got somebody in y'all camp that do um that do videos? Also, y'all just go to somebody, whoever available. Uh, we got yeah. your shout out to Thirty Six Vision, oh, Fist Stone. That's Fist my dog. Uh, okay. We got a uh, shout out to Zero. Oh Sorry. hell yeah! So y'all got that shit together though, shit for real. For oh, real? Yeah, we got a we got a nice little 
consistent the way it's set up, man. You know, the main thing now that we stress into the artists, and it's like an ultimatum at this point. Just you gotta market your music, man. You gotta put money behind your music, you know what I'm saying? Really, Always. To, you know, to really get it out here more, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so, so yeah, man, we gotta, the, oh, but I will say this. Go ahead. To all the artists that's watching this now, as Me. soon as these niggas get their shit together with this rolling shit, yeah. I, will be doing yeah. I will be doing consultations and I accept Cash App, PayPal. Z-Lo, I said all that. For sure. Hell yeah. Shit. Once, once this uh, Corona show with me, I definitely got to get y'all to come in the motherfucking studio so we got a physical interview as well. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Hey, yeah. if I smoke because it's a rap, rap, though, I can't handle the I can't handle the Wheaties, though. That's for my... No, this, my a, this, is Al, this is Al Capone right here. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, everybody think this is a blunt every time. Be all fucked up, dog. Yeah, I feel <laughs> you. It slowed you down a little bit, bro. Man, I started thinking for other niggas. How you thinking about me? Right. <laughs> but shit, uh, man, what's the... Um, what's what's the uh, Shout out to Lonnie. What's up, nigga? What what's up, what up, bro? Up, hey, what's the, yeah. uh, what's the ups and downs of, um, of being a uh, imagining the artist, dog? What's the ups and downs? Man, <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, being a manager like a lot of people don't understand like being a manager you really gotta sit there and really deal with the artists from the ground up so you will have days where the artists might be in a mode where they ain't really trying to hear shit then you gotta be like you got to think to yourself, like, damn, nigga, I really want to cut your ass off. It's like, nah, bro. Especially you say you got three people under 20, under 21. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, they, they. Shout out to them, though, man. We ain't got no problem getting them in the studio, man. We just getting them to push their music at this time. But it be ups and downs. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Like, we collectively run the company, but he deal with the more day-to-day -day management. You know what I mean? Like, I ain't got to, I ain't signed so he up. Got, he got the headaches and shit. <laughs> I mean, no, nah, he do that, but. Then... Our strong points. His strong points is, like, organization, business, mind. You know what I'm saying? Keeping them on track. We both know the business shit, but, you know, my thing is the marketing really pay-per-click advertising and all that. So it all come together, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, one of, I say one of the biggest things probably with this company is is really still feeding off the energy of my cousin that passed away two years ago. Yeah, God bless me, RIP, man. Yeah, my cousin, was like, my cousin was like one of the biggest influences. Like, when I got in trouble, we both was locked up in the same <laughs> joint together. And my cousin just gave me, like, tons of music magazines and music books and made me read that shit every day when we was in the joint. He was like, nigga, you either gonna work out, work in the kitchen, and come back and study. Yeah. He kept me out of trouble when I was in the joint. So when dog, I you said home, that's crazy. Um, not to cut you off, but that's crazy. You said music books, dog. dog niggas don't even know about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I mean, I mean, I'll tell you this, I get artists free game about one thing right here. What's up? If a person play your song 30 seconds on a, a streaming platform like an Apple, yeah. a YouTube, or a Spotify, you yeah. get a royalty. Okay. That's one string. That equals one string. Yeah. All it takes is 30 seconds. Now, the rest you got to pay for. <laughs> so, not to be told. Oh, yeah. For sure, for sure. Hey, shout out to my nigga Q, man. He say that shit all the time. The game to be sold, not to be told. Hey, straight <laughs> up, man. Real. Hell yeah. But shit, man, like, what about, um? why do you feel like they go for artists, they go for management, dog? Like, why do you feel like once an artist gets to a certain level, they leave the niggas that they built up with? And do you feel like as, like, a management team, like, that uh, maybe sometimes a manager expect too much from an artist, or they start acting a little different. Like, like, how do you how do you feel about that? That's 
all about that's all about how you how you keep your house tight because when you start and truth be told I'm gonna be real Megan the Stallion is a perfect example I was gonna talk about that yeah go ahead because Megan let's be honest Megan started off didn't nobody know who she was mm -hmm. you got signed with a guy who didn't know the music industry but he had a bag to give yeah, the baseball nigga yeah yeah you know what I'm saying Baseball niggas make more money than anybody in the country. Hell yeah. So that nigga put probably like three, four million into you. Yeah. Then when Jay-Z and them saying, oh, she doing good. Yeah. It's your contract. Yeah. But at the same time, I can't really fault Carl Crawford because this is a business. Everybody keep feeling to realize this is a business. Yeah. This is not, this is not the the music, hey, my homeboy business. This is the music business. For sure. Music industry is 99% business, 1% talent. Yeah, hell yeah. And mm -hmm. the reason why a lot of artists, they jump shift with other managers is because they listening. Like, one of the label's main things is this. Once you come in with somebody, the label want to get you all away from them so then they can control you all the way. Mm -hmm. They'll bring you their own management team that's already in there. Cause labels already got lawyers, they got accountants that's already set up inside. Yeah, so they gonna bring, they gonna try to bring in another person because a guy was telling me I had to the seminar a couple years ago and he was telling me he worked for Warner Brothers. He okay. told me he said all the music that you make right now, once you sign that contract with that label, that shit a wrap. They gonna make you yeah. do everything all over again. They gonna make you work with a certain set amount of producers and everything. Okay, you know what I'm saying. But a real manager, a lot of artists want to realize is this: a real manager is not our job to pay for y'all shit. Yeah. It's our job to connect you with our network of who we work with. Okay. Because we the ones making them phone calls for y'all. We the ones staying up three, four o'clock in the morning trying to figure out, like, damn, how the fuck am I going to make this nigga blow up? Yeah, hell yeah. Because most artists, all they think is, hey, I got to go. I can just go to the studio, make a song, put That's it on it. Instagram, shoot a video, and it's like the Immaculate of Christ going to come in and say, my son, I've come to save you. For sure, hell, hell yeah. Not gonna happen. <laughs> That's hell not no. Hell no, because I remember hearing some shit about um about Days Loaf, man. Like her, I think her management team kind of got to it once he had signed her deal. Yeah, so, a lot of times these artists, man, they sign these deals early on, man, and then once they start blowing up, then they really start looking at their paperwork. They get mad, yeah. but it's like nobody put a gun to your head and made you sign that paper. You feel me? So yeah, right, yeah. my advice to artists would be always read thoroughly. Your yes. contract, whatever contract you get, read that shit thoroughly. All the fine prints, all that. So and think about it, you got niggas that come from our background who be broke as fuck. So you taking the first thing that come to you instead exactly. of really looking to your shit, man. Cause I remember it was a movie. Uh, I want to say I think it was uh, Agrimony or some shit, dog. And mm -hmm. the nigga got offered like I want to say so much money that he was like, dog, if I sell it to you, it gotta be worth way more than what it is. So I'm fuck yeah. that. And that's I mean, why. Million is covering the recording costs, the videos, the marketing, the TV show appearances, yeah, as well as the tour. Yeah. So once that project comes out, I gotta recoup. Yeah. I gotta recoup all my money first before the artist can get their money back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then that's when the artists start making money. That's the reason why a lot of people don't understand when they sign these contracts. Okay. And then at the same time, most managers I know 
when you sign a contract with the manager, he'll tell you off the bell. Yeah. Read the contract, anything that's a problem, we can always go back and refix the shit up for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, if a manager don't do that, yeah, that ain't the manager you want to work with. Hell no. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because that nigga going to try to, he, he, he off one thing, one thing on. He, so, he trying to be like Jaden, they'll say, Jay Jerky niggas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so, like, why you think, like, back in the day, man, when a lot of these artists was getting fucked over, like, what you think the main thing, like, not reading the um, contracts, like Phelps said, like, what you think it is, dog? Because, like, you had a lot of old school groups who was getting fucked over New Edition, TLC, like, you had a lot of groups that was getting fucked over back in the day. Because they weren't looking at, they, they wasn't looking at the, uh, they were looking at the contract, but they weren't looking at the contract. Contract yeah. state. If you sign a five-album deal, you entitled to that. You you locked in with the label. So okay. what that means is every project, they got to give you an advance. Once yeah. you get the advancement, the advancement ain't nothing but a bank loan. Yeah, that's that it. advancement check goes to your project. Yeah. That covers your recording, your producer. You got to understand something. TLC don't write. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Tony Braxton didn't write. Yeah. New Edition didn't write. Beyonce, no. Beyonce really don't write like that. Yeah. But see, Beyonce. Beyonce Daddy was controlling all the shit, so that's the reason why he made sure, oh, my daughter's straight, I'm gonna make sure Kelly's straight, but the rest of y'all bitches ain't gonna get shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I would say an artist sign, most artists don't even know this. When you sign to an independent label, you entitled yeah. to your masters once the contract over with. Okay. Yeah, Dame Dad's still on the masters of the reason. To yeah. day. He ain't gonna get that up. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. Jay-Z on all the rest of it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? He on all the whole rest But he don't like... That's why they kind of... That, that's a little stickler they had, too, though. Because, I mean, Reasonable Doubt is Jay-Z's baby. You know what I'm saying? That was his first album. That's his whole life on that album. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. So, Dame Dash played chess on that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He still got... They got the masters of that. You know what I'm saying? They still, make, they, they still probably make about 100000 100, probably a month off that album. Hell yeah, yeah man. Streaming yeah, shit. yeah. Without uh without giving too much game away, dog, like what's a what's a good contract, dog, for an artist, dog? Like if <sighs> like what do you what do you when you when if I'm an artist, like do I look at like the least of it really it depends on the artist. Yeah, it depends on the artist. Every artist is different too though. Every artist is different. We have artists that some are so Self-sufficient, like shout out to Eyeball. He's more of a self-sufficient type of artist. We don't really have to, you know, just find two combs everything he do. He kind of move on his own. He know a little bit about, you know, marketing. He kind of business savvy. Then when it comes to like CG, they're a lot younger. They don't really know anything about business. So they kind of rely on us for all their information. So the contracts really depend, man. Like if we working with a, a experienced artist, you know what I'm saying? They they a little, you know, they come with a little more leverage, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Help you if they move. And you know what I'm saying the day-to-day -day management activities. So if it's an artist that all they want to do is focus on music, like Lil Wayne, you know what I'm saying? The contract gonna be a little different, you know what I'm saying? Like they gonna have you know more to recoup. He might have his hands in a little more of the pot, you know, because he gotta do more work. Whereas yeah, yeah. self-sufficient artist, you know what I'm saying? Like we don't need to reach in the pot for everything type, you know what I'm saying? Like how people say that stick on the 360 deals. It's not really bad. It just depends on how it's structured. Like, yeah, it's not just one things. type of deal. Yeah, you can always negotiate, negotiate. You can always, you can always negotiate, negotiate a 360 right. deal. A lot of people don't understand that. You can always negotiate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I would say this. Every artist, the artist that's 
Okay, artists on the unique day twice. One thing is this: no artist on the unique day twice has recorded a contract with us. Okay, they have distribution. That's what my little brother said: distribution or joint deals. Like I guess you asked that question. Yeah, we have we have distribution with them. So by law, we can charge up to thirty percent of the profits back. Okay, but the artist retains the ownership of the masters, yeah. the copyrights of their name. Everything that they, everything that we control right now is leaked. We ain't giving out no Diddy deals, man. Having niggas running up on us in the studio, man. Like, hey, man, you got to give me my publishing, though. Nope. Like, <laughs> All right, oh, no, wait, 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 wait. go ahead. Cause I got a question out there. Go ahead. Go ahead. Wait, wait, wait. We gonna get something clear about the Diddy shit. Niggas better understand this very, very clear. What's up? They signed his publishing to Diddy for twenty thousand dollars. Yeah. The Lock signed their shit for twenty thousand dollars as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So when they signed that shit, they turned their rights over to Diddy. Okay. So by law, you can't do shit. Man, they made that man a lot of money, man. Just being fair. I... Ever. Forever, dog. You know, like these, like a lot of these younger dudes, they don't know. Mace was the nigga. He was the Yo, shit for a minute. Yeah. Like all the world, dog, man. All that monotone. <laughs> Nigga, <laughs> The company that he went would do the distributing for the project. Okay. And then they would split the profits 50 50. Yeah. But if the artist ain't moving on his end mm. and the label doing what they doing, yeah. Label gonna be like, nigga, what's up? Where our money at? Yeah, 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 yeah. So they gonna take what they want. Okay. Manager who didn't know nothing about nothing at all. Yeah. Right. So he all he did was, oh, let me hear and help these kids out because my sisters is like yeah, one of my head. Uh, yeah like the uh, choreographer I think it was uh, one of the niggas out the group was his nephew yeah yeah so he was trying to go yeah and then that's when they mamas got an attitude but once they signed with MCA niggas started to realize something when you sign a production deal and then you sign with a major label the production deal get their money off the bed yeah. then Artists get their money after the label get their money. Man, because no addition, it seemed like they made more money separate than they did together. They did. Yeah, they had a took, terrible deal, man. But it took the niggas years. They, they still don't own their they, they they masters. I, but I heard what's name? I heard Johnny Gill owns the name. <laughs> if you replace somebody after they left and you own the name, man, fuck out of here. Duh. Most artists don't learn business, bro. That's what it boiled down to. 90, not like all the shit we've been through up until this point, man. I say, like 98, 99% of artists do not want to learn business, which is fine, but you have to, either you're going to learn it yourself, or you're going to have to hire somebody to do the things that you don't want to do, like delegate it to somebody else. That's yeah, why we they, stress to these artists, man, like with the marketing. If you don't want to learn it on the independent route, we, they got companies like Dotted Oranges and all that type of shit now that, you know, I ain't going to give out too much game, you know what I'm saying, but <laughs> they got companies, you know what I'm saying, that'll, that'll put you together, you know what I'm saying? That's what a lot of these major artists doing, man, like yeah. it's all smoke and mirrors, man. man these artists ain't just putting out shit and it's getting three, four million views instantly, you know, so it's, it's a method behind it. You know what so, well, shit, like, um, you think it's 
no. that's a bad idea. Nah, yeah, it's bad because they still focus on their career. Now, if they retired and they officially retired, yes. maybe then. Because they're yes. not really... Because still, at the end of the day, you got to think, like, Jay-Z, he got uh, 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 Jay Electronica. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For example, like, you know what I'm saying? Jay-Z still rapping, but I don't know if I would have signed to Jay-Z because still, Jay-Z wants to be the top. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, sure. so far, he going to let anybody go. J. Cole, he ain't yeah. going to let them cross that... You know what I'm saying? That's why I just wouldn't recommend that, man. Like, if artists, if you um, can. The only CEO that was kind of really kind of putting his artists out there. Ross? Pete. Oh, Pete. Oh, Pete. hell yeah. But they're not artists, though. They, you know, but, Pete ain't no artist, though. So, yeah. You know. but, I mean, but that's the thing that I don't understand, dog. Why, why, um, why, why is it not more artists that get the, that go to Pete, man? Like, to me, Master P would be a first person I try to go to and get game from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So everybody got it. That's why you got to look at it like I would say, like with us, I'm not no, mm, let's see what's the best way to put this. It's kind of like me and my cousin is kind of like two versions of Slim instead of I'm baby, baby. He's Slim. It's like we both Slim. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the best way to put it. Okay, okay. Hell yeah, we just talking about that shit, how like Slim, niggas don't know about Slim, but Slim get money in the background chilling. Oh, what? Man. What? <laughs> Come on, man. Baby, baby, crazy, baby, out, baby out there, but Slim out there too. He just chilling. Y'all ain't hearing about it. He making just as much as Baby. He just not yeah. in front of the camera. You know what I'm saying? Right. He made money on Baby when Baby dropped out. Hey, matter of fact, a book he recommended too, bro. I'm still reading that shit too. A Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. Slim recommended that, man. That's a real good book so far, though. I don't know if you read. It got an audio book. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? On YouTube. That's a dope book, man. You might want okay, to check Okay, I'm going to look that up, man. Now, with y'all um, being managers and stuff, do, do y'all ever encourage your artists to, to seek out a, 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 a major deal? Or, like, how would y'all go about that? Like, would y'all try to partner up with it or what? Well, I mean, it depends on the artist. Like, once again, like, you can't really just have a standard contract for every artist because every artist is different. You know, some artists, they want to, they can do that, though. But every artist not built for that. You know what I'm saying? Like some artists, like Lil Wayne, he that's why he was in the B ended up in that situation with the Carter Five, man. Like he wasn't really reading contracts. He didn't care about the bill. A lot of artists, they don't like the business shit because it takes them away from the creative space. I, I get it. As a producer, I don't really care to learn the business like that either. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, yeah. it can be kind of mess up the creative part. But yeah, we encourage them. I mean, to do whatever they want to do. We're not trying to really, you know, get over on the artists or whatever and shit, but it's like, yeah. do what works for you. Don't just do what, you know, so you see other people doing and you think it might work. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Oh, know. yeah. Now, I know y'all y'all, y'all got a national team, but have y'all ever, ever thought about starting your own label? Nah, I mean, it's like, for what now? Like, labels, is kind of, yeah. kind of see the direction it's going in, so we kind of not trying to hop in, you know, hop in front of the curb before before it really hit, you know, the playlist is gonna be like the new labels in a minute. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. And as far as like streaming, dog, like, you think that's worse for artists, dog, instead of like going out there buying physical copies? And nah, guys? it's better. It's better because you got to think, man. Like, say when Jay Z dropped Blueprint, right? Yeah. And it wasn't no streaming. They can only he only got paid one time. Streaming, you oh. can get paid over and over and over and yeah. over. So if I'm going my car and I'm listening to that boy every single day, exactly, yeah. exactly. Hey. Yeah. See, I thought it might have been a bad thing, but, but yeah, I don't. I ain't really know the ins and outs as far as. I'm, I'm gonna start putting out instrumentals like. <laughs> one thing, that, one thing, one thing that threw me off, man. I got a 13 year old son. <clears throat> he asked me one time he was in the car, like, "How did y'all <clears throat> listen to like all this music back in the day?" And it had me thinking, like, as far as like mixtapes and stuff, like, for you to listen to a song that wasn't like the radio cut, you had to go buy a mixtape where you had like those those songs, <laughs> <laughs> yep. those songs yep. that the street niggas were putting on the seat. Dog, yep. like, like I remember yeah, I had bootleg. I had bootleg. I used to get all my mixtapes right there on uh, Plymouth and uh, Evergreen at this little flea uh, uh, flea market. I used to go yeah. to the gas stations, man. Man, I used to go to uh, on Warren Connors, dog. I know y'all from the west, but y'all know Warren Connors, probably. Yeah, yep. yeah. I go to Warren Connors. They used to be selling all the bootlegs, dog. I had one yeah. dude. I think he's still locked up, dog. He was he was selling. He was he was a drug dealer and he was the CD man. Like he come here. He come to your crib in a little tracer, dog. He'll hear, man, you get six CDs for 20. Now, what they had to do back then, yeah. that nigga P, E40, you know, them niggas had to go in the roughest hoods to go sell their CDs back then. Yeah, for real. These niggas 
Because now, dog, all they got to do is just put that shit on the streaming site. That's it. That's it. Because back then, nigga, them niggas had to go in hoods that they was beefing with niggas to be like, hey, nigga, pull up, pop the trunk, play that music, and then hope these niggas ain't going to shoot their ass first. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Well, sure, you know, IG Live usually give you a certain amount of time. I don't really know how much time we got left, but I got this thing called, oh, we got, damn, we got many left. Somebody, there, I don't know, but we got this shit called top five, dog. I mean, top three. Mm. So I give y'all, y'all top three, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Y'all give me, I mean, I give y'all top, y'all give me y'all top three. So well, for me, what top three producers? I'm, we can go with producers first. Top three producers. My top three producers, I would have to put. Uh, shit, that's really tough. I mean, Quincy Jones, of course. Quincy yeah. by himself, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, I say, yeah. Scott Storch, um, Timbo, and maybe I'll give it to uh, Dre and for real. I might rotate them, you know what I'm saying? But Dre and for real. Right, next right. one, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, what about you, Rico, man? Same thing? Uh, top three CEOs, I would say Master P. Yeah. Jay Prince. Okay. And uh, it's, between, it's between Diddy and Jay. All right, all right. Give me y'all, uh, both of y'all, top three rappers. Oh, uh, today or all time? Uh, uh, let's do today. Oh, shit, I think. Yeah, that, uh, yeah, my bad, yeah. My battery, I say, my battery. My battery, yeah. I say, uh, J. Cole, I say J. Cole, Kendrick, and I would probably put, uh, uh, maybe Drake, I guess. Maybe Drake, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Drake. What about you, cuz? Yeah, shit. Cole. Motherfucking, uh, uh. Niggas might look at me when I kind of say this, but, uh, uh, I would give that nigga Pop Smoke because he was building a wave nobody was doing. Bullshit. Yeah, when he ain't on the bullshit. I don't yeah. say Lil Baby, too, man. I can't be Lil Baby. He been going crazy. Hey, Lil Baby. I just listened to him, man. Like, his CD he just put out was pretty dope, dog. Yeah, he been going crazy, man. Give me, been going crazy. Top, give me uh, all time top three singers. Single, single, singles, singers, yeah. Ooh, wait. Yeah, oh yeah, I love Nate Baker, boy. Nita. Uh, 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 shit. Now you got a nigga on spot. Tony Braxton. Yeah. And uh, mm. shit, nigga. I say the Queen of Detroit, nigga Aretha Franklin. Mm. Okay, cool. Guys. I said for me, I would say I probably have to put Aretha in there too. Okay. Uh, with, I put Whitney Houston. Yeah, <laughs> um, and I would say maybe uh, uh, I probably have to put my mama in them in there, man. I mean, you really have to listen to them, bro. I ain't trying to be biased, but I'm gonna go ahead and go back vocally, and listen. Harmonically, they was the greatest female group of all time, vocally, besides the emotions, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, yeah, okay. Were... Give me your uh, your top three record labels. Top three record labels, I would say uh, Def Jam, say Cash Money. Yeah. For what they accomplish, not like the, the deals they give out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I would say probably, uh, dang, who else really had them? Oh, I, I'd probably say uh, maybe Rockefeller, Rock Nation, all that, like they still continuing, like Jay-Z still holding the flag. I'd probably say give it to Rockefeller, man, like what they accomplished. Okay, what about you, Rico? Your top three uh, uh, record labels, man? Rap-A-Lot. Ah, I forgot about Rap-A-Lot. Death Row. 
Nah. Bro, hell yeah. I'm That's slipping, close. dog. I'm <laughs> slipping, man. <laughs> I'm slipping. <laughs> and uh, I would say probably bad way because they might not be as relevant as they used to be, but they still yeah. put hits out here and there. Yeah, see, my mine's is uh, Rockefeller, uh, Death Row, and Cash Money. Mm. Okay. Like, because, man, Death Row was like the shit, bro. Like, man. They was. That's why I'm have, slipping, man. You have, blood, you have Bloods and Crips and that boy working together. Like, yeah. man, yeah. yeah. For real. Yeah. All right, this is the last one, man. Give me your um your top three Detroit rappers. Ooh, top three Detroit rappers. I'll probably uh I'll say payroll. Mm. Um I kinda like uh GT, man. He be pretty cold, man. I like yeah. GT. Um, I like I like yeah, I'm just starting to get on him. He he pretty straight, yeah. Yeah, and I would probably say uh maybe, maybe, maybe Peasy, man. Shouts out to him. I did a track for him. Uh, cash kid too, man. PZ pretty dope. Cause okay. I don't really listen to a lot of Detroit rap, but PZ, I can, really? you know, so I can, there's some of them I can deal with. Okay, PZ. okay. What about what about you, Rico? Nigga, ice wood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Blade, nigga, gotta do my nigga. Blade, man. Blade. Uh, shit. Payroll. Yeah. And uh, I say stress just for that take money to make money. Damn. I People sleep on stress money, dog. Like his flow and everything, dog. Like yeah, they yeah. sleep on them, dog. I see yeah. my uncle in the comments. He was talking about the whole singing thing. It's about R. Kelly laugh out loud. Nigga, R. Kelly oh, like, man. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, we, we had an argument yesterday, man. Like who was better between Chris Brown and R. Kelly? Who had the most hits? And I said R. Kelly, man. But, you know, uh, my cousin Cam Jones yeah. and uh, Dino, they, you know, they talking about, Bro, you know. Uh, R. Kelly, like, when you, you, you know how, like, R. Parents had like those old school singers who still relevant right now. Mm. Like our only person for real, for real, we can go to and listen to once we 60, 70 is probably R. R Kelly. R. Kelly. Yeah. Like as bad as he is, and you mad at me saying this shit. <laughs> they can say what they want to say about R. Kelly, but at the same time, what grown ass parent gonna let their child go with a grown ass man and stay yeah. with him? Oh, that's yeah. a whole nother guy. Hell yeah. <laughs> whole, whole, whole another story for real. Whole another story right so there. So before you get to judging that man about how nasty he is, the parents is just as nasty for letting yeah. him be with that man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Hell yeah, hell yeah, man. Hell yeah, dog. For real. But yeah, he has some. He has some hits, dog. You can't deny that for real. That man has some hits, man. Man, that's the only. That's the only nigga that made this song that had niggas in the clubs back in 01 feeling on a bitch booty without being cussed out. <laughs> feeling on your booty. No, <laughs> you know what I'm and then you gotta be like, damn, who? Who, who as he was touching though, like oh man, <laughs> hey, it changed the whole direction. Of all this shit now, like damn, who talking to for real? No, for real. What you talking about? You know what I'm saying? And that's why I never understood with him, dog. Like you, R. Kelly, dog. You got any woman you want, bro? Any woman? And you yeah. sit here, like I don't understand that, dog. I, I don't, dog. Like and then I, as bet, far I ain't like, gonna lie, though. I ain't gonna lie. I know this. All this shit is kind of off topic, but it's like Nick Cannon. He made a good point. He said R. Kelly thinks like a kid. So he has the mentality of a young person. So he only can communicate. You got people that's for real, that's like that dog, that don't know how to have a conversation with somebody by their age, but you know what I'm saying? You get somebody 10 years younger, you good to go. Yeah, that's just still sick, man. But you My know. nigga, you ain't never noticed when you talk to a female that if you ain't on the same dumb hood nigga shit and your mind is totally different than hers, y'all have nothing in common? At all? Oh, bro, at all. At all. And at she'll all. get mad at you when you be like, no, that ain't my type. That ain't my cup of tea. She be like, what the fuck you mean, nigga? Yeah, yeah.
If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast, too, with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Yeah, I'm gonna go dead quick, bro. bro but yeah, how moment drum moment? Y'all got something real quick? Yeah, uh, I got, shit. I got, uh, yeah, I got a drunk moment for sure, dog. Oh, this some drunk ass, light skinned nigga, dog. God <laughs> uh, damn, see how them light skin? You know they get, you know they get their feelings when they get drunk, dog. Man, get that, get that, they, they, they Drake bag, huh? Uh huh. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> I, I ain't the, uh, yeah, I ain't the typical, uh, oh, my bad. Hold on. <laughs> y'all ain't the, the stereotypical light skinned dude, man. You know what I'm saying? So, my drama <laughs> had to be, though, uh, I'll say. That nigga's playing dark skin, though. That's he get, like, dark skin. Hey, so, I'm representing for the light skin. Light skin with dark skin tendencies, dog. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Got to represent, dog. You know what I'm saying? But no, I, I say drunk moment, man. My 21st birthday, man. Uh, my sister, and she got me so, man, she got me wasted. She gave me something called a blue motherfucker. I had never had it before. Okay, yeah. I drunk that shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was fucked up in, you know, in the, uh, we was at Lucky. Remember, uh, I don't know if you from the East, but Grand River and Telegraph used to be Lucky's. And oh, yeah, that's the, that's the original Lucky's, because then we got one yep. East Side, yeah. I was yeah. yeah. Went there. Got that blue motherfucker trying to hop in the car after we left. She's like, you good to drive? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Blah, threw up on everything. So they had to drive me home. I'm passed out in the passenger seat, though. That shit was ugly, man. Like, that was... I had, that one, was... I had one of those moments with my boy Weezy, man. I was in that boy so drunk. I told this dude to let his window down so I could throw up, and I still threw up in the car. <laughs> like, I, I, I had to call my man, apologize to him, like, cuz I apologize, dog. Like, he like, man, fuck, you had to clean my car out, dog. Oh, no. my bad. <laughs> I would, if I was him, I would have made me clean that shit up. Like, <laughs> yeah, I would have made. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, dog. Like my cousin, I would have made him clean that shit. Like, bro, I'm not touching that shit, bro. Hell yeah, yeah, man. What about Rico? What's his drunk? He got drunk a hot moment. A hot moment. <laughs> to the crib. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I got in the crib, I thought I went in my bitch room, but I went in her sister room and. I fucked her sister. <laughs> oh, really? Duh. What? When I woke up, when I woke up the next day, nigga, she just rolled over, looked at me, she like, good morning, handsome. I said, oh, no. <laughs> so she just, so she basically, she had one you already prior to it then? Pretty much, nigga. So, you know, like I say, if the bitch, if the bitch follow you on the ground, you know what I'm saying? Duh, you silly as hell. Now, I don't think I got no twins on my junk, dog. I'm just saying, though, shit. Man. Look, Man. the only way you can... Only... <laughs> I swear to God, bro. This shit is... You can't... Nigga, I can't make this shit up. This shit was crazy. No, I think it's said glass eye, dog. Hell no. I swear, nigga, don't cap. Nigga, I was so drunk. Nigga, I just went. I just opened the door and just fell straight up on the bed. 
God, that's funny as hell, man. Nigga, yeah, I woke up next day, nigga, 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 Okay. Dog, you said. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, nigga, look. That's my new catchphrase for the new year, nigga. My niggas, if you bitch catch you cheese, just be like, hey, look, this Corona make you do shit you ain't want to do. Dog, dog, this is crazy, man. Hey, man, how long do you think this is going to happen, man? You think our summer's over with, dog? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Man. Because, nigga, they already said the vaccine not even going to be a mass production until January. Yeah, would you would you get that shot? Hell no. Yeah, man, like, I mean, look, they just basically show one thing that they can do. The, the, we, the leaders of the new, uh, basically, uh, the whole world or the new world, if you yeah. want to say the new world order or, the, or whatever you want to say, I'm going to tell you like this. They already figured this shit out now. If they can shut down, what? Hold on, sir. Take the, take the plug, put it here, over here. Oh, shit. Hold on. Nigga, look, I'm like this. They proved right now that they can shut the whole world down. Whenever they feel like they can shut, they want to shut the world down. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. And I think yeah. about like if we go into the summertime, yeah, like this. I'm gonna tell you like this, dog. We got a scary ass government. That's yeah. one. Okay. So they got they got two choices to do right now: either start telling the truth about who's sick and who ain't sick, yeah, and just start doing like they doing in China right now, have niggas walk outside with masks on and gloves, yeah. Because look, nigga, all casinos, nightclubs, all that shit is a wrap, bro. They they might open shit back up by the summertime. Yeah, like, niggas ain't gonna go though. Huh? Niggas ain't gonna go for a while though. Oh no. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like they like like when you was asking, you say you think by the summertime. I think, I think to be honest with you, no. And the reason why I say no is because yeah, probably maybe by late July, early August, they might say, oh, motherfuckers can come back outside. Yeah. But it ain't gonna be what niggas gonna think. Niggas ain't gonna go to the bar. Niggas ain't gonna be able to go to the casino. Niggas ain't gonna be able to go to the motherfucking restaurant no more. It's yeah, just gonna be you niggas can come outside. That's yeah, y'all y'all can go to y'all family crib. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm looking at you even know. like with sports, dog. I'm hearing that they might have sports come back in the fall, but with no crowds, period, for a whole year. Uh huh. So either that, either that, or they they already trying to figure out if they gonna put some uh their hard plastic uh like boards and shit like up. Like, like hockey. Yeah, and put it in the stands in, in between every seat so people can sit down and watch the game, but they still ain't. And I'm like, nigga, that's, that's still unsanitary because you got to clean that shit every time somebody come in. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, man. That's so... This shit, all, just, man, this shit crazy. I was watching this movie Contingent. That shit had me like, dog, this is the same stuff that's going on right now. Man, all you got to do is look up this one shit on PBS. It was a, uh, it was a disease that happened in... Uh, 1918, it killed 30 million people. Oh, yeah, you talking about that, uh, that Spanish... Bubonic plague. I think that was bubonic plague. Yeah, man. Yeah, same thing. It happened all, So yeah. you got to look at it like this. History repeats itself. Yeah. This should have been killed by what? 21,000, 22,000 people already? Something like man. that. In the, US, in the U.S., yeah. But a worldwide death toll... 200,000 right now. That's once they crazy. get a half... Look, I'm going to tell you like this. Once they get a half a billion people dead, yeah. that's when they're going to be like, oh, we got a oh, Yeah. We got a cure. We got a cure now. Hell yeah, you already know.
So it's it's gonna take a worldwide half a billion population. But see, one thing I'm gonna tell you something, my dog. You went, I don't know if any of y'all paying no attention, but Pete game about something. When the shit first happened, China, Europe, all the motherfuckers, what they did was this: when they shut everything down, they yeah. came outside with biochemical suits on and sprayed the whole. I saw that. Country. I saw that shit. I saw that shit in China, dog. They was doing that junk twice a day. And and ever since this shit didn't happen right here, this yeah. is what I mean about the governors is full of shit because. Yeah. Even if the president don't allow the shit, y'all got control of the states. So yeah. all y'all got to say is this. From 10 o'clock to 6 o'clock in the night, we don't, 10 o'clock to 6 in the morning, we don't need people outside because we're going to be spraying the streets. Yeah, yeah. What's so hard about doing that? Yeah, but nothing at bitch, all. But this bitch, she's so motherfucking quick to say, oh, uh, I'm going to cancel. Remember I told you she talking about you can't uh, plant no motherfucking garden shit no more? Yeah. yeah. What the yeah. fuck? How the fuck that? How the fuck that fuck with Corona? Yeah. You just fucked a whole lot of old people's lives up now. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. For real, dog. Like, this shit, this shit fucked up, man. It's messing a lot of shit up, man. I, I just hope this shit ends sooner than later, dog. My only thing about the whole shit that really irritates me is I just hate when people every day post something about, oh, this person died. Like, nigga, stop posting. I don't, yeah. don't want to see it. Man, give me some... And that's why I was telling my girl, man, her stepdad, dog, like, stop watching the news, man. Like, Start or or niggas starting to get post posting more positive things about who survived and not who died from it. Right, give, exactly. It's oh, way it's right. way more people that that surviving this shit than dying. So give right. us that positive shit because if we just just keep seeing who died and how many people died, it's gonna fuck up your whole little spirit, your whole everything, dog. Bro, go get your motherfucker what's name, nigga, before they stop for before they stop letting us buy the shit. Go get your vitamins, bro. Get oh, your yeah. vitamins. Make you a motherfucker. What's name, dog? Cause my man, he just gave me a recipe how to make a um protein shake where he mixed multivitamins, he mixed garlic peels, he mixed uh seed, he, he take yogurt, all this shit, and he makes it into a protein shake. He drinks that shit every day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cause the only thing I'm and doing right now, dog, I'm raising up on that shit as far as like uh, uh uh black tea though, but don't add no sugar, no nothing. That's Clear your immune system up or whatever, dog. So I, I I drink black tea every 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 day, though, every night. Oh, black tea, okay. It clear up that mucus, you know, when you eating that dairy product, you cheese stuff like that. That that's building up your your the mucus and your immune system. So that's how it's easy for that shit to attach you attack your lungs. Yeah, I take a tablespoon of black seed oil every day, and I you know I meditate all that, you know. So I'm yeah, having some mental work, you know. As a man, but the thing about it though, the shit that we we doing right now is the shit that we should be doing regardless of this shit. Period. Hey man, that's why I said man, it's a lot of good that came out of this too. I mean, God bless all the people that you know what I'm saying that didn't make it through this uh you know this virus, you know. Yeah. But I mean the air cleaner, you know what I'm saying? Like it's forcing people to kind of like, uh, like my cousin said, man, a lot of people gotta deal with they really, you know what I'm saying, like keep your mind sane, man. You know what I'm saying? That's why I recommend for anybody, man, like meditate or find some type of tool yeah. to keep your mind, you know what I'm saying, focus, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, man, I saw my man yesterday, man. What's that piece of spot? I know y'all from the west side. Y'all know about Pop Bob's Pizza. Oh, oh yeah, come on, right down the street, right down the street, man. Yeah, I ain't know. He over here, a little overhyped than me, man. Good, I, I love that shit, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait, 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 wait. You from the east side, nigga? So you don't fuck with Bell Isle Pizza? Uh, Bell Isle Pizza? Yeah. What? What? Oh, you, oh, you talking about that pizza spot, Garlino's, right across the street? No, Bob's Pizza, not Bob's, but uh, Bell Isle Pizza over there on Jefferson. Pants and boots on Jefferson. I never oh had that shit. I know about one east side spot though that's on Jefferson, but it's called Garlino's right across the street from it. No, nah, mm. uh, 
damn, because my artist, my artist Dino put me up on it. It's like right down the street, like as soon as you pass Bella, you go on towards like Rose Point when you driving down Jefferson. Okay, I'm at the damn I own I ain't on gang, dog. Man, that nigga put me up on that shit, man. I'm talking about nigga. I was like, ooh. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I was at Bob's Pizza, dog. And I saw my mans when we seen each other, it was like nigga, I got nigga elbow love, nigga. Like that's it. <laughs> nigga, <laughs> nigga, I Nigga, I ain't touching you. I mean, nigga, elbow love is best love right now. Bro. Oh, my uh, my, my aunt said that's the same one I'm talking about. So we talking about the same pieces, but okay, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, I, I was gonna, okay, that's your uncle. Okay, I was wondering, okay, yeah, tell him yeah. I followed them back too on the ground. Yeah, that's too. uh. So right now, like usually when we do the in-house studio shit, he the one who be behind the cameras and all that shit and regulating and editing and everything. So right now, as soon as we off this shit, it's gonna be right on YouTube and it's gonna be right on every every uh streaming platform you got for um. Your podcast. Okay, well, I'll say this right quick for everybody who don't know. They definitely check out my new single called Anything featuring JDXO and Halo Baby. Okay. It's definitely, I would say, it's going to be the new sound for the Midwest. Okay, bad, bad. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Because Midwest right ain't like never, we ain't never had a sound. Yeah, hell no. Nah. We have never had a sound. We have always been rapid fire rappers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rappers that got lyrics, but we ain't never like. I'm sorry, I mean, no disrespect to Nelly. I love Nelly and everything, but yeah. nigga, country grammar was never a Midwest thing for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, though, me, and my man, was talking about that shit though. That's it. You do you? Uh, yeah, I just, I just, it was commercial as hell. It sold a lot of records, but I, I would say overall classic from point A to point B. No, nah, because I never listened to it all the way. I only listened to the singles. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Oh, I'll probably get that more so the uh, the Nellyville more so than I would country grammar. Yeah, I was a little nigga. Like I said, dog, before I turned 16, I was listening to a lot of bullshit, cuz don't judge me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, know, that was the truth, dog. Y'all niggas talking about rap, nigga. I'm at, hold on, hold on, Shay. I, I, I can tell you some rap, nigga. I can tell you some shit I was listening to, nigga, when they came to rap. What up? Nigga, I was on that gang bag and shit, nigga. So I was listening to Sebo, the ball hit and nut. Okay. Sell yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Spice One, E40, Spice One, and E40. You know what I'm saying? I'll listen to the banging on Max Crips and Bloods album. Duh, hold on, hold on. Crips and Bloods, dog. My girl, mom and stepdad, dog. These, they were playing the Crips and Bloods. I'm like, they're like, you know about the Crips and Bloods? I'm like, who the fuck is that? Like, what artist is that? Like, the Crips and the Bloods, nigga. Like, they had an album, yeah. yeah. Dog, because uh, her mom would be like, uh, what's that song? Send that crab off to die. Oh, no, no, no. Nigga, seize up over here, baby. Seize up. Still, <laughs> I still rep my shit tonight. Hey, my disclaimers, I'm neutral. I'm neutral. I'm not gang affiliated. Hey, hey, look. They, they had one female. Line, I've been a low for years. I ain't gonna lie. Dog, they had one female on that album, dog. The Chris and Bloods that sound just like a dude. I thought it was a dude for sure. <laughs> I'm like, bro. Thing. That's the real gang banging ass bitches right there. That bitch, she bang harder than you. Man. Well, shit, man. We uh, I definitely gonna have to get y'all back in the studio, dog, so we can chop it up, dog. But I know y'all by that time, y'all gonna have new projects and all that stuff coming out. So. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, so man, get everybody your um, y'all 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 social man for the people that's gonna be listening to this on the podcast. Uh, J dot Rico eighty three. So it's J dot Rico eighty three on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Uh, shit, I be on the ground most of anything, nigga. I don't be on shit else. So. Okay, what about uh, all business inquiries? Hit me up at booking at gmail.com. Okay, bad, bad, bad. What about you, Phelps? Uh, my IG is uh, PhelpsBeats24, so that's uh, it's like P-H-E-L-P-Z. It ain't okay. what it is. Beats24. 
And uh, yeah, if you need, if you got any, you know, information about beats or you want to, you know, interested in working, it, just unique day twelve booking at gmail.com. Shoot an email, or you yeah, can definitely remember us on IG. You know, I'm definitely gonna cop a beat, man. Let me get a on family discount, cuz. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna look out for sure. I'm gonna look out for it. Yeah, and like sure. I said, if y'all buy uh Bob's pizza, y'all ain't nowhere from me, man. We definitely got to link up on that tip too, dog. Yeah, sure, but so sure. hey man, you gotta send me a link of your music too, cause I, I need to see what direction you're going. Cause I DM got, me, DM me, send me right quick on text me, bro. Yeah, I got a man, lot of beats, bro. Like, man, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that, John ASAP, dog. But man, I appreciate y'all coming on the show, man. Like I said, as soon as we uh get done with this corner stuff, man, I'm definitely gonna have y'all come back in the studio, dog. All right, nigga, make sure just make sure you pull up, nigga. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you or your company are looking to jump into the podcast world, now is the time. The Plug Agency is here to connect you to the full power of podcasting. You just record and leave the rest to us. The people are listening and want to hear from you. Theplug-agency.com. That's theplug-agency.com. Click the link in the episode description for an exclusive offer.